Hey guys, what's up? I'm Luna Ora, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am hanging out here with Luna Ora, and I'm so excited to be talking to you. I'm kind of obsessed with your music. I, <laughs> I, I'm a late bloomer with you. I just got introduced to you uh, through Moneybag, and I'm like hooked. Like your music is so awesome. Like, it, you know, takes me right want to like just jump onto the wall, punch the wall, whatever. Like. So dive me into this creative process of yours and like, how did this really come about for you, especially with this new single? Like, what was that creative process? Um, well, I wrote this new single and a lot of my other music, um, my first EP actually with a guy named JT Daly, who's a really amazing producer. I mean, he's he works with, you know, Lynn Gunn a ton from Paris and he just worked on the Demi Lovato record. Um and he's, yeah, him and I, we just have this like really cool thing when we get together, like he just totally gets my sound. And when we, when we work together, we work fast. So I think we wrote that song in a day. I think every song we've ever written together, we've just like done in a day and it's just been like, yeah, one and done. <laughs> yeah. You guys have this like long standing collaboration. Like you guys have been working together for, I think since early on in your music. Um, so what was it about him in the first place that really like drew your attention and like wanted him to be part of the, of this like experience and project? Well, I actually had no idea that he like even existed until, <laughs> until, uh, his management got their hands on a demo that I had done, um, with another producer and he was like, this is insane. Let's work together. So we started working together. And since then we've done one EP and we've done money bag and, uh, I've also collaborated with people like Cameron Walker for my last EP. You know Cameron well. And uh, yeah, I've worked with a ton of other people as well. I, I primarily worked with Simon Oscroft for this new EP coming out this year that I'm really excited about. Yeah. This is the first time that you kind of switch it up with, with producers. Uh, how different is that, um, like that dynamic now? Um, it's not, it's not too different. I mean, everyone I've worked with so far has just been a really cool person. Like, I just love working with people that are just chill and down to earth and everyone I've worked with so far has just, has been that. And I think that's why the music comes out so great is because we're all just trying to make the best music that we can possibly make and like help each other out. And yeah, it's great. Now, I love like listening to your music. Like I love, um, how you've basically evolved throughout every song um with money bag i feel like you went a little harder you went more experimental um talk to me about that process and like what was it you that you were trying to like step out of that comfort zone was it jt that was trying to get you out of that comfort zone like how did that go about i think we just naturally push each other like past the bounds when we work together we also wrote that song with a guy named sean van vliet that uh has an amazing project as well and He's a great songwriter and we actually wrote it with him while he was on the computer. So we did like a half in-person, half Zoom. So I was in Nashville with JT and then we had Sean just on the computer and we were writing that way. And I, I think we were just like, let's just write something crazy and intense and fun. And it just, it came out great. Yeah. It was, it was a really fun experience. It's always fun working with JT and especially Sean. They're both just incredible writers and... Yeah, we just we just push each other. We're just like, let's go, let's go a little bit harder. Yeah. What was hard this time around vocally uh, for this track? Um, I do a lot of screams and stuff. This one was actually not too hard vocally. I think like I did a lot of stuff on my first EP with JT, Three Cheers for the American Beauty, that I did a ton of screaming on, like talking to me, 
I think I did some like yelpy, screamy stuff on Honey. This one was just pretty, it was pretty simple. I don't know if my voice is just getting used to it too, like really <laughs> just like going for it every time. Um, but yeah, no, that I'm excited to play this one live too, which I'll be doing this this weekend at emo night. Yeah. Yeah. Now, aside from like the vocals, like how do you feel like that? The fact that you keep kind of changing it around within every song, like how do you feel that impacts your writing process? Do you think about the vocals as you're writing or is that something that you don't focus on until you you hit the recording booth? Um, so every single time I go into a session, I want to like start with some sort of instrument, whether it's bass or guitar. I just like to create the tone and the vibe. And then from there, I'm able to think of melodies. And then from the melodies, I'm able to think of lyrics because then I can fit the lyrics into the, the exact melodies that I'm creating. Um, but as far as inspiration for like what to write and what kind of melodies to write, what, what lyrics to write, I... I typically just let the music guide me. You know, if something is like really upbeat and out there, I'll do something more screamy. If something's a little bit more chill, low key, then I'll do something a little bit more pretty and melodic. Um, but yeah, it's it's always the music that just guides me into like what the story is going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you jumped into this process like with a uh, experience that you're like living in that moment, or do you usually just like uh, talk about experiences that have been in the past? It's always experiences that I'm going through in the moment <laughs> yeah just so I can I gotta get it off my chest somehow um yeah money bag was a very specific experience well not not specific it it was multiple experiences it, it was basically just about being an artist in in the music industry and like greedy people you know people can simultaneously be greedy and lazy at the same time like I, I don't know how that's possible but it happens it happens all the time um yeah so I just kind of wrote it from the perspective of being an artist who's being taken advantage of which I think a lot of artists experience that in this industry for sure when you, when you talk like touch on a topic like that like for you personally like how do you what is it that keeps you going because like it's kind of a, a shitty situation for artists like more now than ever so it's like for you, like, what is it that keeps you going knowing that these kind of obstacles or these like punches are, are coming your way no matter what? Um, spite and revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Two things that I'm very fond of. <laughs> People say that like forgiveness is for you. You know, you should forgive and move on. But I don't necessarily believe in that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Fran Lebowitz said something really incredible about um, about revenge being just a part of morality it's just it's justice <laughs> so um yeah no it, it music is my way to express myself but it's also my way to kind of it's very cathartic it's my way to sort of get past those feelings and yeah get my get my revenge like if I can write a badass song and play it live and succeed from a bad experience then I'm winning yeah I like that um what would you say like because of this upcoming EP um I'm assuming that Moneybag is like the first taste of it. Yes. Um, so would you say that we would be listening to more of that Moneybag kind of sound? Or would you say like there's still even more variety on this upcoming EP? I would say there's a lot more variety. Yeah, there's a ton of variety. I think this this EP that's coming out is very nostalgic. I think it's it screams 90s, which is like the type of music that I love. I love 90s alternative rock. So I'm just taking all the elements that I loved in that era and modernizing them and, and making them my own. Um, I have another song coming out next week, actually, called uh, Lost in the Fiction. 
And that one is very, it gives me Weezer vibes. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place, but I think, I think it's still very cohesive because when I do write these projects, I do them like one week at a time. So I wrote this entire EP basically in a week and like, that's what comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I just dedicate one week to like really focusing on creating a cohesive project that fits all of the spaces that it needs to fit so that it's, so when the listener is listening, you know, they're getting a full story, a full picture, um, but each one can stand on their own as well. Yeah. This upcoming single, uh, as you kind of mentioned, like it has this kind of Weezer vibe. How did you go about that in the studio? Um, was it, you know, what gave you that kind of vibe or tone? Was it the guitars that you were using? Was it like stylistically the sounds that you were kind of adding to the song or was it like lyrically? Um, I would say all of the above. <laughs> uh, Simon Oscroft is another like incredible, incredible producer. And he also loves that era of music, that whole 90s alternative rock. Um, he's from New Zealand as well. So it's kind of it's more in his DNA um, that sort of like European, like New Zealand, Australian rock sound, like the vines, the hives, like, Brit you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. British 90s rock. He loves Oasis. Like, he's just a huge fan of it. So it's, like, really in his DNA. So when he picks up a guitar, it's, like, it completely matches it perfectly. And then I'm able to add, you know, my own experience and my own, like, modern twist to it. I love that you you kind of touch on, like, loving this, like, 90s kind of era. Just because, like, listening to your older material, I think Talking to Me was one of them. It gave me, like, early Shiny Toy Gun vibes. Cool. And... I was just, you know, it, it's it's a sound that's like very like it's not out there. Like you don't unless you listen to Shiny Toy Guns. Like yeah. you don't, you've never like heard it's something kind of similar. These yes. stuff, yeah, yeah, and definitely. I, and I love, I love that. And I love how you're able to kind of like bring in all of these influences and still create your own lane. Like, what was that process like for you, being able to still create your lane instead of sounding basically like another artist? Um. Well, I'm a firm believer that art is not about like fame or like do like just making money or like making it work I feel like a lot of artists they get lost in like what's happening right now and they think like oh that's working for that artist in this moment so I'm just going to do what they're doing but if you're doing what someone else is doing right now instead of pulling from things that have inspired you throughout your life you're only going to shoot yourself in the foot so um I guess to answer your question like I I pull from all of the music that I've loved and I've listened to because like I said, like Simon, like Oasis in the nineties, like all of that is in his DNA. Like that is also in my DNA. So instead of trying to pull from some sort of external force, I'm just pulling from my own inspiration that I've built from listening to music my whole life. Um, and then adding my own personal touch is just who I am in this moment. So Instead of like trying to do what's going to get me, you know, to the next level faster, I'm just really trying to focus on making the music that I think is best for me and the best music that I can possibly make. So and your music is actually making waves like so, you know, you're doing something right, right? Like and I, hope so. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it. Corey Taylor just announced a tour and yeah. you're part of this tour. Yeah. How did this opportunity happen? Uh, just because, you know. To be on to be on this type of tour is like awesome. Like I feel like Corey is very particular on who he brings on on tour or on his shows. So how did this opportunity come about for you? 
Um, well, I just got to shout out my agent, Bex. She's amazing, Bex Majors. Um, I honestly have no idea how it came about. I just, I got the call from Bex and, and from my management and they were like, he wants to take you on the road. And I was, it was so funny at first because when my management let me know, they were like, yeah, you got an offer for the Corey Taylor tour. And I was like, who's Corey Taylor? Because in my mind, I'm like, this poor soul whose artist name is Corey Taylor has no idea that there's Corey Taylor, like from Slipknot. So I was, Corey motherfucking Taylor. I was already about to say no, because I was just like, this guy clearly is an idiot. Um, and then they were like, no, like Corey Taylor, Slipknot, Corey Taylor. And I was like, oh, really? No, no way. And... Yeah, I don't know. I was just like so excited. I was in the middle of a session. And I was just like walking around, just like super stoked. And I don't know. I'm I'm super thankful. I'm excited to meet him. Um, I'm excited to meet you know Wargasm as well. They're so insane. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really thankful for the opportunity. But I'm I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna kill it the best that I can. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be exciting. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. And I love that you're going to do the LA dates as well. So uh, I'm very looking forward to that. Um, as far as like your your live show goes for this tour, like what do you have in mind? Do you, do you think you're going to be testing out more of these songs from, from this upcoming EP? Or do you think you're going to be trying to like hit a lot of the older music that you've done so far? Well, a lot of my older stuff... Um the stuff on my first EP, I play that stuff a lot because it just goes over so well live. So things like Honey and Talking to Me, those songs are so good live. Um, so it's going to be hard for me to take those out of the set. But I will be playing a lot of the new EP as well, if not like the whole thing in its entirety. I have 35 minutes and my songs are like all like a little over two minutes. So I can make it happen. I think I got it. There'll just be no talking breaks, but it's OK. You don't want me to talk anyways. I'll just sing and dance. You know, do the thing. It's perfect. We totally understand. You're, you're, you have a set amount of time. You got to nail it. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I like the Ramones approach, too. Like, just bam, 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 and yeah. then get off the stage. Yeah. Who was that? What was yeah, that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my approach, typically. Yeah. So, lastly, uh, before we let you go, um, as far as, like, this new material that you've done so far, that you're working on right now, what would you say, like, has been the biggest challenge? Uh, is it, like lyrics vocals the new instrumentation like what would you say that has been challenging you the most i think <clears throat> the music is so easy for me i think the biggest challenge with releasing a project like this is just being an independent artist yeah. and, and releasing it without you know financial backing you know big you know big label um but i've been doing that this whole time so I like being the captain of my ship. Like I like being in charge of everything and not having to answer to anyone. Um, but it is really challenging. It's, it's not easy being an indie artist, but it is, it's really, really rewarding. Um, so I would say that aspect of it is, is challenging. Just like, you know, you want it to be right and you want it to be perfect, especially for people that are fans of you and, and love what you're doing. But I know that, you know, my fans are, patient and they're willing to wait for the juice <laughs> um but yeah i'm i'm excited to finally be putting out this music i think it's going to be a really cool year for me yeah 
I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm excited that I got introduced to you. Uh, and you know, definitely I will be sticking around on your Spotify, your YouTube. Those videos are sick. Money back video. If you guys haven't seen it yet, check it out. Head over to her YouTube and uh, check it out. And thanks so much for hanging out with me. I look forward to catching you again on tour. I appreciate it. Thank you. This is so great. Thank you for being here. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.